Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, my loves and beautiful creators. I am back and I know it's been a minute and I know that I'm not doing these as frequently as I used to. Um, I have been really investing myself in other projects and particularly finishing book number two. It is going to be out soon. It is in the editing process right now. Uh, Book number two is called Ecstatic Playground and it's all about how to be ecstatic playful beings, how to play with life. It's been a journey writing this book. (laughs) Um, It really has. And I'm going to do an episode specifically on that when I launch it. But I felt very motivated to record this episode today because, um, you know, to put it, just be upfront about it. The light codes in my voice are very activated And, um, this is something that I was told would happen several years ago. Um, I was told that there are light codes in my voice and we all actually have this capacity. I didn't know it at the time, but we all have this capacity to open up and channel more, um, light through our being. And when we do that, we activate light codes in our full system Um, Because of my life purpose, I have very um, highly attuned and activated uh, light codes in my voice. And I receive a lot of, especially recently, I've received a lot of feedback about that, about how my voice is activating. And this really hits me in the heart (laughs) because even when people say, oh, your voice is very soothing, Um, or when people say, oh, I, you know, even if it sounds a bit like sexual, some people bring it up that way. And, um, I know what it really means. I know that my voice is meant to be activating. So it really hits me in the heart. Um, so that's a very non abbreviated, uh, share with you all about why I'm recording another podcast My life purpose is really to speak, to share these messages that I channel with you all. And so I know that my voice is meant to activate you. So even if it just sounds soothing, um, that is all on purpose in some beautiful cosmic way. Okay, so all of that being shared with you, I want to talk about how to open the heart space. And this is really, really coming through strong recently because we just went through several major activations. It may have been subtle for you, or you might be listening to this and going, yeah, I'm not even the same person I was a month ago. Um, That's where I am. I feel completely shifted. I feel so clear, like a crystal. I feel 
absolutely cleansed. I know there's always more, um, but I, I feel so good and so activated and the process of the activation wasn't all fun. So I really wanted to speak to this and, um, also just speak to the massive expansion and heart opening that I've been experiencing with myself and sensing with so many people that I talk to. In fact, most of my channeling sessions recently, um, I am drawn straight into connecting with the person's heart, the person's heart that I'm that I'm reading for um, really shows itself to me first when I do these channeling sessions. And it's showing me that there's a lot of activity there, whether we're cleansing, whether we're, uh, moving energy through, or, you know, maybe we're very activated in the heart center. So with these massive portals that we've been through recently, and I'll just share with you, um, the eclipses, and the 1111 portal, I haven't felt anything that strong for a while. <laughs> and it it was just really, for people who were paying attention, um, focused on, you know, the ascension, their expansion, uh, this was really felt very intensely. And even if it wasn't felt consciously, a lot of people were going through awakenings, were going through different shifts in their life, lives. So I just want to share with you that this, this was massive. And we are really, really now being guided into high levels of joy, being guided into being in the present moment, and oh, just being absolutely ecstatic. It's really beautiful. <laughs> I'm feeling ecstatic and lit up right now just talking about it, just tuning into the energy that we are collectively moving into. So how do we open our heart? How do we allow ourselves to open the heart center? This is something for me that has always been a question from the beginning. I remember when I first started receiving downloads and channeling, um, I heard, open your heart, move into your heart. And I was like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I'll do it. But how, how do I do it? And it has started to make so much sense, but you know, I teach this in my channeling course. I teach this to the people that I channel um, for and the ones who learn channeling from me that we can channel through different centers in our bodies. And when we channel through the heart, often it's beyond words. Often it is an ecstatic experience. It's a knowing. It's a sensation that is really powerful but a lot of times it's hard to put words to it. And we can think about the difference between our mind and our heart. And we're so used to the mind running the show. And the mind talks like this constantly. And there's multiple layers and many voices, right? This is just for the average human, right? We're all 
so used to the mind just being on and loud. And so when we start to tune into the heart frequencies and when we start to really understand the heart frequencies, it can feel so subtle that we miss it. And the heart really speaks in um, frequency and it can feel like a boom. It can feel like an overwhelming energy. It can feel like a whisper. It can feel like, I think I know, but uh, is that really what's coming through? It's a very different experience. So one of the ways that we can move into the heart and open the heart is simply by placing our focus, our attention, our awareness on the heart. Now, let me back up just a little bit. Let's talk about the mind and the heart and how they work together. And I'm going to go to really the basics with this. The mind, again, is programmed, it's built, the lower mind is built to control everything, to keep us safe. So the mind in its lower form, its lower frequency or its unconscious state is constantly doing that primal dance of what do I need to, um, what do I need to control in order to have this be a safe situation, a safe life, a safe world. And it's funny because it's working on an on programs. So it's not necessarily the actual situation that it's bringing us into that's going to be the safest for us, even on a physical level. It's simply working with what it knows. The mind, the lower mind, is a recreating tool. It is built to recreate again and again our reality and remind us and convince us that it's real. So the mind will simply loop again and again what is known, and it's going to do it very loudly. (laughs) It's loud, um, especially when compared to the heart. Now, the interesting thing, I'm downloading this right now to tell you all that the heart is actually far louder. It's just that we are used to tuning into the frequencies of the mind. We're used to tuning into um, our patterns. And so it sounds loud, but it's really a very, um, small frequency wavelength. It doesn't have the power that the heart does. And so even though it's a bit louder and we've learned to focus within the mind, the heart actually has a far greater resonance. This is scientifically proven. And it's also, once we get used to it, much easier to tune into the heart and much easier to hear it when we get used to it. But it takes some unprogramming or deprogramming and then being present in the moment and listening to what's real because in the present moment, that's where that's our heart energy. You know, the mind is past and future. The mind has a very difficult time being in the present unless we train it into higher mind. Okay. So higher mind is the mind that supports the heart. That is really what we are moving into. We're moving into higher mind so that we can be the observer so that we can be in a high level of presence 
and bring our reality through from our heart space. How do we move into higher mind? This is sort of the first step, right? Because the mind, the lower mind is really trying to control everything and it can be difficult to hear our heart when the mind is in overdrive. So then we move into higher mind and this is what supports our heart space to shine, to channel our reality. Moving into higher mind means that we are practicing things like meditation. We're practicing stillness with the mind. And this is also something that I teach when I teach my channeling course. There's a misconception, perception, that our mind needs to be always chattering. There's this idea that we're never capable of really quieting the mind. That's false. We actually can quiet the mind. We can bring it into absolute stillness, even just for a second. We think that, well, we just get used to these thoughts. A lot of people teach meditation like we just get used to these thoughts and we work with them. But I'm here to share with you that we can absolutely quiet the mind, bring it to this sort of zero point where it's in this high level of listening and observing. This is what we call the observer mind, the mind that is simply watching and not diagnosing, not problem solving, not recreating. Okay? So that's the higher mind. When we move into higher mind, our heart then can be what shines through because we need to give the mind a job. And if we give the mind a job, the job of, I want you to listen to what the heart says. On 11-11, I gave a channeling uh, in person. It was with a cacao ceremony. It was really beautiful. And it came through, let the mind play go fetch for the heart, right? Think about letting your mind play go fetch for your heart, right? It being the, the part of you that listens so intently to the heart and then follows through with what the heart's bringing through. And that's really the capacity that our uh, mind is meant to be in. So we learn to observe, to listen, to pay attention, to be in that quiet space. And when we do that and we tune into the heart, simply placing our awareness in the heart center, that's going to, it just comes through so strong. It's almost like the, the heart says, I've been waiting. <laughs> I've been waiting for you to just be here, to just listen to me. And there's so much joy that comes through when we quiet the mind and allow the heart to, to take the lead. There's so much joy that comes through. Okay, so those are the first few steps. We learn to quiet the mind. We learn that the mind does not need to control all our lives. It doesn't need to be the one that the, the part of us that directs everything. It truly doesn't. Being heart-centered 
Um, and this is review for a lot of you, but I really want to mention this before we go further. The heart is not the center of the emotions. That's the mind. The mind is always diagnosing what we're experiencing and placing an emotion on it to help us feel safe, to help us continue to be safe. So when I talk about being heart-centered, I'm not talking about being emotional. I'm not talking about being guided by whatever passionate whim we have flowing through us. It's really so much more wise and powerful than just our surface emotions. And while there's nothing wrong with our emotions, we don't need to be led by those either. That would make the world a sort of chaotic, you know, volatile experience. And we've already got enough of that with the mind, you know, and that shows us that our emotions do come from the mind. When we're in the heart, we're in present moment awareness and present moment awareness is a high level of joy and a high level of love. It can't be any other way. And when you experience it, you'll know you'll know that's a confirmation. I just had my kitty jump up on my lap. You might hear her purring. (laughs) I love it. I love the vibration of her little purr. So I'm going to have her stay here for sure. So to review, first steps are quiet the mind and give the mind a new job. Oh, she's hugging me. You're so sweet, little girl. This is Binks. We give the mind a new job, and that is to go fetch for the heart, to listen to the heart, to take the directives of the heart and then play with them, to find different ways to play in this reality with what the heart is guiding us toward. So what a fun role, right? What a fun thing for our minds to do. So much more fun than relooping and recreating old patterns and being in fear. So much more fun. And it works. Okay. So when we move into the heart frequencies, there's such an overwhelming stream of love and beauty that comes through. And then we learn to not block it. Then we really learn to not block it. So that's a big overview. I want to give you some tips, some specific practices to move into the heart. The first practice that I want to share with you is tuning our heart to the frequencies of the earth. And how do we do this? There is a heartbeat of the earth that you can tune into, that you can feel that our physical heart, our human heart can then attune to. This is something that I actually learned Before I went through my awakening, um, I took a shamanic class um, and the woman was wonderful and she had us lie down on the earth and feel the heartbeat of the earth and allow ourselves to tune into this frequency. So this is, it's very simple. (laughs) We lie down on the earth or we can even just sit and close our eyes and imagine tuning into the breath of the planet, the heartbeat, that resonant frequency, the drumbeat of the earth, and allow our heart to tune into that frequency. 
and we can feel it. And this is actually such a great practice for just learning to tune into the heart, learning to trust ourselves, which is the next thing I'm going to share with you. When we are tuning into the heart, we need to start to trust ourselves. And I have a podcast episode. You might want to go back and listen to it, how to trust yourself, because it's really not about trusting your ego self, trusting your mind. It's about trusting the truer part of you, the deeper part of you. It's, it's really about trusting the heart center. So I had to actually pause this recording. I was getting a really intense frequency in my ear and um, I wanted to listen to what that was trying to offer me, what download that was trying to offer me. Um, so I did lose my train of thought here, but that's perfect. What I want to speak to now is trusting ourselves. We are so full of love, all of us. We are so, we're just like little kids. We want to love everyone. Our hearts want to be purely in connection and love with everyone. It's actually our natural state. So this process of moving into the heart is about vulnerability, letting ourselves be vulnerable, letting ourselves know that it's safe to be vulnerable. And remember, if you're ever not feeling safe, it's because the mind is telling you something. When we're in heart frequencies, we actually make decisions very easily. We make decisions that yes, they protect us on multiple levels, but it's not even from the basis of protection. It's really about alignment. So when we're moving forward from the heart space, we just naturally feel this is in resonance and this is not. And we naturally gravitate toward that which is in alignment with the truth of who we are. We find ourselves more often than not in highly synchronistic experiences, beautiful moments of connection and all sorts of things. The mind wants to say, but we're not safe doing the unknown. And the heart wants to say, Hey, I got this. I can guide you based on frequency. And so This is really a process of us allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, to show up in the fullness of our pure love and allowing that to come through. Like I was saying, we're all little kids and a lot of times we filter the love that we want to share with each other for so many different reasons. One is you know, that we don't want to, we have all these barriers around what it means to be openly caring and loving toward the people in our lives. Um, you know, a lot of times these energies being shared and open with other people, it can be interpreted as an advancement, maybe as a, a sexual thing, which is all okay, but if that's not what we're meaning to put out, we might wonder how do we navigate this? One of the things, and I'm referencing a lot of my older podcasts, but I did a podcast on polyamory or non-monogamy and how to know 
um, what suits you best. This was a channeling that I did with myself and a friend. It was a private reading that I was doing for my own situation. And I discovered that I'm not capable. My energy systems at this point in life are not capable of being um, sexually available to more than just one person. It's really a very attuned process. I'm very sensitive in that way. And so it's something that I can really only share with one person. So I was shown, it may have even come through in that reading, uh, if you listen to it, but I was shown that with every single person on the planet, everything that I encounter, every person that I encounter to let my heart connect and to let my heart be as big as it wants to be, to be as open as it wants to be. And that that is where I meet everyone. And to then only, you know, meet people with my sexual energy when that's appropriate, when that's the exchange that's intentional. So we can all start to learn how our energy moves and be really just start to gain awareness around the way that we're connecting with each other. Is it through the heart or is it, you know, through other centers in our body? Again, it's all beautiful. It's all perfect, even if it's unconscious, but there's so much joy in being able to bring all of these things to consciousness so that we can make intentional decisions and so that we can feel freer, right? When we're conscious about something, we have an awareness that then frees us up to expand and to explore. When we're unconscious around things, there's a part of us that's just saying, I don't know, I'm afraid of doing this because I don't really understand it. Or, you know, accidentally bringing a different energy than what we meant to. Um, Again, no judgment on any of this. But if we're holding back our heart frequencies being open, sometimes it's because we are not trusting ourselves. And if we're not trusting ourselves, sometimes it's because we don't have consciousness around what we're doing. So we just want to bring consciousness to the way that our energy runs so that we can know that we're um, operating in a way that we're aware of, right? And it just makes it more fun. It's not for judgment. It simply makes it more fun to navigate this life experience. So we learn to trust ourselves. We learn to tune into heart frequencies by connecting with the earth. We can also just place our awareness on the heart center and that will activate it. A focused awareness can be highly activating. And so doing a simple meditation where you're just bringing your awareness to your heart center will also open it up. And the last thing that I want to share with you about moving into heart frequencies is this is our capacity moving forward into the future. This is us living in our highly awakened state and opening the heart will really make us feel assured. I don't want to use the word safe, but That's sort of where I'm going with this, where we will feel so secure and so because we'll have a high level of consciousness, we'll be trusting ourselves and the heart frequencies, the heart is the channel of our higher self. 
And so when we tune into those frequencies and we expand and open that center and meet life from an open, expanded heart center, as we do that, we open up the rest of the channels in our bodies. We become these very open, very ecstatic beings. And as we do that, we start to play with life. And this is how we do any sort of advanced process, meaning um, connecting with ETs. It's really through a heart frequency being expanded and all of our channels being open. This is also how we bring in wealth in all different ways, abundance, prosperity, through an open heart, through sending out this field from our heart, this energetic field from our heart, we are connecting with the inherent abundance of the planet, which means that we're working with the physical frequencies, the the denser level frequencies from this expanded heart space. And we're magnetizing all of the best of what we desire to us. So this is such a powerful thing to do. Remember to move into the heart. There are a lot of plants that can assist this as well. Um, Different plants have come through in channelings for different people. So I'm going to let that be a personal exploration um, and not try and name off every single plant that has come through about opening the heart. Um, you know, a few that are pretty significant are rose, uh, calendula came through, cacao, um, and off the top of my head, uh, those are the ones. I believe daisy has come through as well as a, a flower or a plant plant spirit, plant medicine that can help open up the heart. So there's lots of different ways. What I would recommend is tuning into your heart and trusting yourself, trusting what you hear. Start to follow the guidance from your heart. Build that trust. And as you do it, it will become easier and easier. And it will start to feel like the only natural way. (laughs) And that's where it gets really good. All right, my friends, I also just want to share with you that from now until the end of the year, my private one-on-one channeling sessions are available at a discounted rate. You can book either a half an hour or an hour. Go to my website at alisonholly.com to find more information on that. I'll leave that link in the description box for this podcast. Also, if you are wanting to work with me long-term, I do have a spot available in my one-on-one Ascension coaching program. This is where you and I work through whatever it is specific to you, where you want expansion, you want to bring more awareness and more of your purpose to this life. I'm here to walk you through that. So get in touch with me if that's something that you'd like to do. And in the new year, I will once again be offering the channeling course. So stay tuned for that as well. Have a beautiful rest of your week. Whenever this message reaches you, I hope you are doing so well. And if you'd like my guidance, please feel free to reach out.
I will talk to you all very soon.